see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. All right, all right. Hello, everyone. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. And this is Brandon Killaby H. Hall. And welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast, where it's not just about where you're going or where you currently are, but it's also about where you came from. Today, we have a special guest who came all the way from the West Coast. Yes, West Side! Hey! <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I felt like this was like the perfect moment to say that. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? You holding it down know all the way on this coast. And my Laker fan. Brandon's always got the ad-libs in the intro. I do, right? He always, like several of them, he's always having ad-libs. Just waiting, waiting to plug that. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's a, I'm, my life's complete. The only person who, who got you the one time before you can even do the ad-lib was Joe. Yeah, Joe just started me. talking. Yeah, and like, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even get the ad lib. I didn't get to do shit. <laughs> I was about to, but she had the flow so well. I was like, maybe I should just sit back, just wait until you know. <laughs> it's preparation, baby. Preparation. preparation. Yeah. All right, so you heard a little bit of our, our conversation going on, but I'm gonna allow our guest to introduce himself formally. So please let everyone know who you are. My name is uh, Marty Grimes, artist all the way from the West Coast Bay Area, Berkeley, California, to be exact. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Sounds like me. a yeah. Why is it all like LA niggas just be cool and she's like, yeah, man, you know, riding these dubs. <laughs> like I just feel like they all just cool, man. They all got this. We swag did that with too. Them. We did that too. And they always got glasses on. Yeah, always. Some, you know, you always be having the, glasses the, the, on. The pre, the prepare before coming here, you know, might have my eyes a little droopy. So mm. I'm always. You know, always prepared. I got you. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, don't worry about the eyes. I look like I, I look like my eyes are never open anyway. So. But see, that's a plus because then it don't matter. You like this is this is my normal. You know. So I mean, let's get into your story a little bit. Yes, sir. Um, because yours is one of the more interesting and I think more introspective ones. Thank you. Uh, that are out there, especially from a West Coast and 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 just your upbringing. So I mean. From an artist standpoint, what made you want to be an artist? Just really, I think, um, coming up around music so much. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my grandmother plays violin. You know, she's done uh, stuff like Exhibit, The Million Man March. She's, oh, like, shit. gotten flown to Japan. Like, So she's always been a real big inspiration. Uh, my mom's is a singer. She does, like, rock, funk, Brazilian mm -hmm. style. My stepdad plays electric guitar. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's just always been around. And uh, I used to write like poetry, spoken word before even rapping, just just to dibble and dabble, you know, uh, just thoughts and whatnot. And then uh, I met G G, uh, G Easy back in high school, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that was when he was. It was it was so funny, man. It was literally just like, yo, you rap, yeah, yo, I rap too, yeah. Oh man, let's go make some music after school. <laughs> and then uh, man, it got so fun. It just became something I really wanted to just take on. It just was like, why not get paid to do, or not even get paid, just why not live and just do music. You know. yeah. yeah. So talk to us a little bit about the how pizza has been like an integral part pizza. of your career and your man, life. That's like, my guy, man, I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Like, literally got this first job. You know, 15 years old. Um, 
the owner of this pizzeria, knew my pops. They worked on the stock mm -hmm. floor together. I was this kid, you know, mouth full of gold teeth, my, my snapback fucking jersey, you know what I mean? He was like, all right, I'm going to give you a guy a shot. And then um, that just really molded me into learning how to act <laughs> to a certain extent, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, it was the reason I got the uh, the apartment that I'm in now. Okay. At first, they was like, nah, you know, he's too young. He can't get the spot, yada, yada, yada. But then the owner seeing the name and where I worked at, he was like, nah, I love that, that place he works at. That's my guy. I see him all the time. So I got the apartment builder from there, you know what I'm talking about? That's um, dope. For college, it uh, worked around my whole schedule, so it helped me be mm -hmm. able to go through all college and keep my bills paid and all of that. Uh, hella opportunities, yeah. like uh, casting came in from different companies to give me job opportunities doing production sound. Like I did some uh, some gigs for like PayPal, like Google, just all off the random. Oh, People wow. came through, gave me free uh, free gear um, as far as Dre beats. You know what I mean, like production equipment because uh the shop held me down you know that we put yeah. all my cds everywhere you know we got man, the hats fire. everywhere they man he, he was uh, like his own pop-up shop York, he was my man he, he treated me like a son you know what i mean he yeah. was friends with my pop so it was like yeah he held me down you know and mm -hmm. i held the shop down i was I, I that place was like a home to me it wasn't a job you know yeah. so i treated that place with respect you know people come around i want more people to come because i felt like I'm supposed to hold this spot down. You get you giving me a shot. You friends with pops. First off, so I don't want pops to beat my ass. So yeah. <laughs> you know, let me keep let me keep it in good graces. You know, um, and that spot is just it just helped me elevate, man. At first, it was um, you know I still did a lot of touring with G during that time. Mm -hmm. You know, so and that was cool too. I can go I can go away for six weeks, eight weeks, come back, still take my same amount of hours, still have my spot. I'm still top dog. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm so curious about that because when I as doing research like we normally do. When I read the pizza story shit, I was like, oh, no, nah, this, this is probably some bullshit. I may have to tell his, his management to take this down. I'm like, but then as I start to kind of delve into it, that's kind of ill, like, yeah. to be able to balance both. I mean, I attest with that uh, 100% between mm -hmm. working corporate, school, and then touring all throughout the year. But, it's I mean, hustle. you've obviously reached greater heights. Has that ever, like, affected your relationships with your friends cuz now you're you're on you know on the uh incline well not really no i don't even say it well i i try i'm a very, i'm an extrovert so okay. like if anything's going on i like to hit my homies up i like to have everybody at my spot even though it's small you know mm -hmm. I, everybody still come through i hit people up see what's going on mm -hmm. i just like to be out you know what i mean so mm -hmm. no nah, i don't it don't really change it ain't really changed nothing yet i feel and I, me personally i feel like i have so much space to grow like i'm still getting to the beginning if that if yeah. that makes sense. I don't feel like I've done hella if that makes sense, but yeah. I have. You've been on some pretty big yeah. tours, got yeah. some pretty big yeah. records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Thank you. Thank you. I just yeah, I just feel like I, I want a lot more, I guess. Okay. You know? He's I being humble. Like I, yeah. yeah. That's all right to be humble. I, I love people more. like this. I like humble, humble people. Man. <laughs> Fucking Marty Those Grimes, are like those man. are like the those are like the secret ones where yeah. you know they pop but they're That's like, dope. Yeah, That's dope. Chill. Yeah, yeah, Now how do your fans handle that though? Because it's gotta be it's gotta be crazy to go see you, you know, sell out a stadium or some shit and then come into a pizza red and you there. Like that's gotta be a, a yeah. shell shock in for, for them it's wild because yeah. they don't really it doesn't register to them. It's like I follow you on Instagram, like you know, you get all these likes, all these comments, you got all these fans, like what are you what are you doing back here? And I'm just like Yo, if I'm at home, I'm gonna wake up at like noon, probably get out of my bed and house by 2 p.m. If yeah. I get up and go to work, I'm off work by 2:30. 
why not just get up and, mm-hmm. you feel me, have a good grind in the morning, eat some pizza, and all the fans come in, you know, from the shop. So to them, it's like, and that's more exposure for me, too, and they love it, you know, yeah. it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's connecting, and it makes them feel like I'm a real person, which I am, too, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it took me some time to get over, like, going from being the quote-unquote superstar to, you know, all these fans, and then coming back and working pizza and, like, taking shit from asshole customers or having yeah. to, like, you know... Just breathe. You better yeah. than me, man. So, but I was like, really nigga, talk, I'm on toys. You know, <laughs> I don't care know? about your fucking pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel, yeah, that that just taught me, man. Yeah. It, it, it helped a whole lot, bro. And yeah, I just really feel like I could just do whatever. After, yeah. after doing that, I could do whatever I want. It don't matter what the level of whatever. Yeah. If I like it, I can do it. It definitely humanizes you too. I mean, yeah. a lot of times when art, when fans look at artists, it's like you guys are on this godly pedestal but then like they see you at the pizza shop it's like oh he's just like yeah. the rest oh, of that's us tight. that's the homie yeah and it makes you more approachable too because mm-hmm. like for me i'd rather if you see me say what's up if you know who i am because that's just tight to me like yeah. i'm not trying to walk if i want to be a superstar you know what i, mean? I want to know people know me i want to i want you to tell me you know what song you like or I, you know I, I seen you here i follow you there i came to this show because that's tight you know mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah, they. I feel like they'll do that more if they see me behind the counter versus just like always doing something on, you know, some yeah. wild. Yeah. And so with you working at this pizzeria place, yeah. um, has it like everyone says that like if you play a sport, you learn things that like t- intangibles that you can take with you to anywhere. Were mm-hmm. there th- certain things that you learned at the pizza joint that helped you throughout your career? Because I know. You know, before you kind of like really got into your own music, mm-hmm. you you helped manage G Easy yeah. and kind of help get things together with that. So I know you learned from that experience, yeah, but did you also take experience. something from the pizza shop too? Uh, business, yeah, a little bit of business. You know what I mean? Um, because I definitely helped out with every aspect of the pizzeria too. So I guess just budgeting wise, and you know, paycheck to paycheck. You know, and with bills, you gotta manage that right, and you know, investing in music with every paycheck and having my bills and every other, you know, thing I'm dealing with in life, mm-hmm. I feel like that definitely helped me manage a lot more, you know, because mm-hmm. you have to, time management is key, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I have all this extra time, then I don't feel like I manage it as much as I will if I had less, if that makes sense, you know? Because yeah. you can spend a lot of time doing nothing or just, you know, thinking about what to do. Yeah. I can think about what I'm doing while I'm working. That way, when I get off work, if I figured it out by then, go take care of it, you yeah. know? So... I could definitely say it helped me out in that aspect for sure. A little bit of balance there. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. So talk to me about your your early on come up. You know what I mean? Like, what were mm-hmm. some of the struggles that you had to endure becoming, a, you know, being an artist and being independent and, and trying to be heard? Because you seem very, <laughs> yeah, like you seem very humble yet so accomplished. But I, I I feel like that's almost like a mask in a sense because everyone well, has their little upbringings. Well, where you it's know, like, damn, this was a, a little bit of a rough ride for me. I think it's because like I don't really see. Uh, how can I say this? How can I say this? What I've been through hasn't been a struggle, if okay. that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. And like G being my best friend and helping him out and like um, learning from that background, mm-hmm. I feel like I was still a part of a lot. So I was never. I don't want to say I was never. Um, just sitting, you know what I'm saying? And I was still working on my own craft at the same time. But my biggest struggle, I'll say, is really getting my foot in the door and, like, you know, getting here to tell my story to people who want to tell more people, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just really spreading the word, okay. you know? And um, I didn't have management, you know, for a long time. 
uh, really until like a year ago. I read that you you self manage yourself for like a good three four years from the startup yeah. of, of your whole yeah. grind. And mm-hmm. I even had management before who who thought it was going to be a little bit less work than they thought because of you know G being a homie. And I'm like nah, like I got I'm holding my own. Like yeah. he wasn't even on marijuana. That was because I was like I got management now. You know somebody reached out. I was like now nah, I can do my own strength. Like come on, let's get it popping, line it up. But then you know they wasn't ready for that work. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna work hard for myself regardless. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, does it ever like? I wouldn't necessarily bother you because that's that's your bro. G G is your bro, but does it ever kind of bother you sometimes when media or some other people try to compare you to him or? No, it's what it's all it's expected, you know. Because uh, since I came up with him, you know, and I helped on that tour, and I got the majority of my fans from you know being at the merch table and then being doing my surprise sets and then getting my opening spot, you know, mm-hmm. we having my first single with his feature. and mm-hmm. So it's expected, you know. And from the gate, I already knew it was going to happen. And I'm like, that's my best friend. Like, we've been rapping since forever. We started rapping together. So yeah. you might, you're going to compare, you know, yeah. regardless, yeah. you know. So mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know. I'm help, man. That's I'm, I was with the homie last night, man. His success is amazing. Like you, like nobody can. Oh yeah. Nobody can get in our head about that. Like that's yeah. Yeah, I was I was telling uh, B that I actually interviewed him a long time ago, around the around the time of uh, Candy Girl. Wow. Yeah, that, that was, was like that he was, was like one first. of my first. Yeah, that was he was one of my first like artist interviews. Where was that at? Uh, I did it via Skype. Okay, because I was I, like, he was in New Orleans during yeah, that Yeah, yeah, I did it via Skype. I had my own blog. I, I did a lot of stuff in sports, but then I kind of moved into music, and he was one of the first people. That's and it's funny, I, I went to the um, the HBK Gang's Halloween event, yeah. and I showed him the video. He was like, yo, that's wild. Every year, shout out the gang, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love them. Man. CJ and all of them, yeah. I got Pilo on a single, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psych off Cold Pizza. He on the first joint out the bay. Yeah. yeah. Sue was on the last tape, too. You know what I'm talking about? Dave Steezy on this tape, too, off Cold Pizza. Yeah. Yes. Y'all, y'all moving, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's, gotta keep it that way. Let's talk about that, too, because it seems like like you guys got like a family going on. You all support it's one tight. another. Because it wasn't always like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um... And now it's we really realize like this is our culture and we gotta we gotta stand pretty much together to to get the world to see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because the hyphy movement back then that was like the huge thing a for wave. The yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? it was a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a moment Massive. for a while. Yeah, you know? And now it's now the wave is right back. You know what I mean? But this time it's tight because like every it's like you said a huge family. Like yeah. everybody works with everybody. Like you go to the bay, you go to a function. Everybody's there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Any any Facts. artist, exactly. You know Facts. any artist. Everybody's there, showing love, dapping, chilling, smoking, drinking, and it's so much love now. Like like a lot of the bullshit is cut out. It's yeah. so tight. Yeah. So then, how does it work too? I know there's certain artists that are more towards the hyphy moment, but then there's also artists that don't really have that sound. Like for you, for with your recent project, mm-hmm. you didn't really have entirely that sound, and neither does um, uh, collaborate. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't either, mm-hmm. and like a few others don't, and yeah. it's kind of like. I want to say it's like half and half, but there's like a like certain people do, certain people don't, but you still all collaborate together. Like, so how yeah. does that work specifically? Well, hyphy is forever Emmy. You know, like we we forever gonna go dumb no matter what the music might sound like. Yeah. But 
the music that I make is just my personal preference of what I like. You know what I mean? I still listen to Mac Dre nonstop, you know, Clyde Carson, the team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I still, that's that's still what we bob to. But at the same time, I like to bring something different to the table. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm forever from the Bay, and people will know that, but I still want to bring a different vibe, you know? Like, in the Bay, it's, you would see a group of people, they all be dressed different, but yeah. you could look at the swag and be like, I know they all from the Bay. Yeah. But they all look different, you know? So it's like we could be somewhere where you're offering a bay, but all our music is still sound different, even though hyphy music is the biggest genre out the bay that people, you know, have seen the most from they 07. identify with. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, that's and that's the problem is because I don't, that's not a thing. It's so much music in the bay, you know? Even yeah. outside the names of me and Caleb, you know, Rex Life Raj. I don't know if you heard of my homie Rex yeah. Life. Yep. Yeah. It's like we have hella different vibes, like 108K, you know, R&B music. So it's like, I never heard it's just not, a. it just has to be explored. And that's what, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> was there was there ever a time where you kind of almost doubted yourself? Like you're working hard, you you know, you're putting in your work, you're working with GDs, you're doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. Was there a point where you started to doubt your own ability and say to yourself, damn, maybe maybe this is not for me. Maybe this is uh I gotta go try something else. Well, I never I never doubted it saying maybe it's not for me. But, you know, as time passes, you have, I have goals, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to have everybody fed. Moms ain't in the house yet, you know. I'm still dibbling, dabbling to make these bills where I can make this music career work. So, mm -hmm. you know, you start to think, like, am I spending too much time on this, you know. Yeah. Because I could be straight edge. I can go. I got my degree. I can go get a regular job, get paid $700 a day, go do some boring shit, yada, yada, be paid, blam. But why? So I could wake up and be miserable. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm making it work. And I ain't got no problem. So mm -hmm. day to day is like, I'm living better than a lot of people. I don't yeah. got to get up and work if I don't want to. Like, I don't even got to set an alarm clock if I don't want to. Yeah. But it's like, I'm, I want more. So <laughs> That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. No alarm clock. Oh, my God. I yeah. hate alarm clocks I didn't broke morning. like five alarm clocks. <laughs> Man, yeah, I got to put six. clock every morning. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, if you'll turn up. <laughs> Gotta have that, especially now that you know we're trying to be fit in these yeah. streets. You know that too, that too. Trying to yeah. be fit. So how, so how do you live a healthy life when you're on tour? Because I remember reading, I remember I think it was in a Genius interview, like with G Easy, like this that dude parties like every day. Yeah, so like, how party, do you guys he party harder than me? Yeah. Really? So you're yeah. you're, you're kind of like the one where some days you like now well, have water. I just kind of drink less. I smoke more. You okay. Know? So I don't, you don't really get no hangover. You know what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. So, and me smoking, they you could drink and be up all night. Sometimes two thirty coming around from smoking. I'm like, bro, I'm like, <laughs> I'm about to go to bed and get the best news of my life. You know. Yeah. Um, but really. When you got to a certain level, it made it easier, you know, being yeah. on tour. And then when we got to the tour bus level, it was hella easy because you wake up in the next city already. The driver driving, you know, throughout the night, whatever, uh, 2 a.m. to 8 a.m., you wake up, we get breakfast, workout, sound check. It's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. In the beginning stages, it was more like, get to a gas station. Are we going to be here five minutes? Hey, bro, let's bang out 50 push-ups, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, um, Get to the hotel, wake up early, or, you know, we got five, six people that need to shower. If you don't get in that shower first, I'll take the sixth spot and just try and do my workout until yeah. I got a shower. Yeah. You know, we, we get to the spot. If they got a bathroom, I'm doing pull-ups in the bathroom if I need to. You know, it's just anything. The, uh, I had I got a two-four-hour membership. Shout-out 24-hour. They need to pay me for this, too. I was about to um, say, that's a mean <laughs> plug. That's a mean plug. Um, hey, no, they do plug me, so I guess they deserve that. I've had to plug with them for a minute. They don't know it, but... 
Oh, man. They're going to know after this record. <laughs> I know. No name drops. Yeah, they're going to plug me. It's good. So what was a moment for you that happened uh, that now you realize, oh, shit, this is about to happen for me? Like, all of this I work sti- that, I that's still that put in. I'm still waiting for that moment. I don't too know cool, man. God it. damn it, he's too cool. He's <laughs> trying to crack cool. him. It's yeah. not even that. I just, man, you know what? This is going to sound terrible, but I've just been presented with so much from so many people and just let down by so many people at times where I've should have put my own work in, where yeah. I sat back and I'm just like to the point where I just, until it's happening, it don't really excite me no more. I feel uh, you. You so, know. so you're numb from all of the bullshit that's exactly. happening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just because it's this, you know, this whole game is a it might happen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not getting excited off it might no more. <laughs> yeah. Every <laughs> nah. show but see, every show is still amazing. Every show is still exciting. Every time I make music, I'm happy. Every time I release some shit, it's like the best feeling. So that's yeah. what I'm here for, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into your project, Cold Pizza. Yeah, yeah. So it's really dope. I played thank it all you, this morning. You. You, you listened to it yet? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. We, yes. yeah, we got that's the, the link. We got part. the link. Nah, we got the link. No, that's what. That's why I brought up that question about like you kind of drifting away from the hyphy movement because mm-hmm. within your project, it was you had so many different production sounds, which I I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then obviously you know you had. Uh, uh, continuity through your rapping cadence and so forth, Thank which you. I thought was really cool too. Yeah, I like to I like to pay attention to little Thank things you. like that Thank and nitpick. Um, so I want to ask you. I always ask artists this: like, what song on that project was like the most personal song to write about, and why? The mo- uh, the last one, "Lose My Mind." I feel like this album. I will say I was a little bit uh, looser on getting super super personal, like mm-hmm. as as in a, as Compared to the music that I put out before, yes. you know what I mean? I was a little bit more just creating some very good, feel-good music. Yeah. To You know what I'm saying? So, But Lose My Mind, I will say that one, well, that was my favorite as far as the, the concept, what I was rapping about, what I was saying. Because that's what I was going through. And like I was saying, um, you know, not being excited about stuff is just because this code, this game is cold, you know? Yeah. Literally, the devil is lurking in this game, and it has so many faces, and it's, yeah... Yeah. Who are some of your musical inspirations? Because, again, I, I listened to a, or a lot of your early music, mm-hmm. and then now getting the, uh, the new music, I can see that you're a little bit more comfortable. You, see, you seem a little bit more sound, a little bit more aware of just everything, yeah. where before you, it sounded like you were more so having fun. Like It's more of a mature Marty than what it was. Yeah. But, I mean, to get to that place and to create those different vibes and different uh, types of music, who was somebody that you listened to, or people, or genre, whatever, that you kind of pulled to to be like, all right, look, this is I, I, I can, can connect with this. Now let me... Mm. Uh, help that resonate with my listeners and my fans all over the place really like uh of course off top tupac mm-hmm. off top eminem um i listen to a lot of erica badu you know mm-hmm. I, I love that vibe uh, a lot of lauren hill you okay. know what i'm saying um uh, what up man a lot of asap rock well you said in the earlier stages um mm-hmm. earlier stages honestly a lot more like what uh flowetry I listen okay. to a lot more R and B. My oh, pops was a, my pops was a heavy R and B listener. So like you know he had me like Chocolate Factory, R Kelly. Yeah. You know, mm. I grew up on that. Uh, a lot of Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, 
even a little rock. Mom's had me listen to a little Jimi Hendrix, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, jazz music. I played trumpet too, so uh, like John Handy, you know oh, what I'm shit. saying? Yeah. Um, just music, anything musical. I just, yeah. I just took to. Um, yeah, yeah. If that, if that answered it. <laughs> no, that definitely answers yeah. it. So with, with your family, like when you first, because obviously you went to school, you, you mm-hmm. were already being successful in life. When you went to go venture off and do music, what was like the first thing like your, your family said? They were excited. Like my mom is my biggest fan. Okay. Like she, I, <laughs> she was annoying at first because <laughs> I was real controlling and I was like, mom, you can't be reposting and putting that ugly <laughs> filter on there. Mom, you can't do, you know, and I, and I was just like, after a while, everybody was just in my head like, bro, you stupid, bro. That's mom. It don't matter. Yeah. And I was like, you right. But that, yeah, it, they love it. You know, mm-hmm. my uh, my mom still pursues music. She oh, does nice. open mics all the time. Oh, nice. Her and my stepdad still play guitar. You know, they, they travel, they have fun. Like, my mom had me when she was 15, so she's still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I love her to death, because... Oh, so y'all I probably got the ill here. connection at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's like my best friend. You know, she's she's like my right hand calling uh, me all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes sure I'm good, and she got she got a master's in a business, so she's she makes sure you know she keep my head on straight. Yeah. That's dope. And that's finance. super dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like I like how with your story it's different because like when anytime you hear about rappers, it's like either they grew up like super super poor or they didn't have a good upbringing or the family didn't have degrees, but it's like, you know, you, I mean, from what I know, I could be completely wrong, but from what I've read and seen, it's like, you had a pretty good upbringing. Like your mom worked really hard. She got a degree. You got a degree. You worked at a pizza joint. Like, it's like, you're not the quote unquote typical rapper in a sense. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll take that for sure. Cause I appreciate that. Um, I won't say I was poor growing up for sure, but um, I will say like we made it work. You know, we yeah. made it happen. You know, like um, my mom, being one of the strongest women I know, still finishing school. You know, with yeah. a child, whatnot, and she studied abroad. You know, so I did spend a lot of my time on my own. You know, my dad, you know, he he was a bake to uh, baker as well, so he went to school too, but also a hustler. You know, so I, yeah. you know, he was running around making shit happen for me making sure I had whatever sneakers I want, you know, mm-hmm. a roof over my head, whatever and whatever. Um, but they definitely let me be an independent person. Like, you know, I paid bills by the time I was like 14, 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having my own place, you know, rest in peace. My grandma, when she passed away, I ran the household. I was a head household member, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I definitely went through a lot to, to make me who I am today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like no deathly poor or nothing like that. Or, yeah. yeah. That's, but pretty, yeah, that's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. So, I mean, as you now record and, uh, you know, obviously distribute music, mm-hmm. what, what, how does Jeezy feel about it? Because I know at, at one point you were managing him or, or you well, were... Just help, were well, just help, extremely helping out. Because, you yeah. know, when early stage, you don't got a lot of money to pay for a crew. Mm-hmm. And me being this boy, I'm not going to ask for money. I'm like, bro, we rocking. We riding around this yeah. fucking country. We doing yeah. these shows. Let's go have some fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So you had to play a lot of different aspects. So I had to learn the management, sometimes even learn to cue some songs, maybe even do some lighting, maybe, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, that's the thing. Do you apply a lot of the things that you were probably all uh, it, putting on him on, on yourself mm-hmm. now? He's probably like, now you see how it yeah. feels. Now you see <laughs> yeah, all of it. Yeah. 
He's proud as hell too, man. He he still gives me all the pointers. You know, mm-hmm. he still listens to everything. He still puts it on for me. Still posts on my shit. What I me asking, you know what I mean? That's dope. Yeah, yeah. that's my, you know, that's my bro. I separate all of that shit. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't hit him up for music shit like that. You know, yeah. I hit him up for advice. That's it. You know, I don't I don't hit him for yo get on all these songs or like yo where you going? Can I rock? Can I come? Like I'm trying. I need my own. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. That's probably why he respects you, though, and 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 I I think your friendship with him has probably blossomed more because you're yeah. both uh, individuals just trying to conquer yeah, you know the world at that me point. For a real answer mm-hmm. versus a lot of people, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing. I'm gonna just tell him what's up. You yeah. know, so that's yeah. dope. But that's good though because that just makes your rise even more sweeter. The fact that you're like now nah, like. I'm doing it on my own. I love you, bro. But like, I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. to do this on my own. And it feels better, you know. And I know yeah. it takes to get there because I did it with G. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. It's like now it's just applying, you mm-hmm. know. And my and my corner is like a lot stronger now, which is amazing. So how is it though? Because you still, I'm I'm sure you're not just letting go. I know you have your representation, you have management now, mm-hmm. you have a lot of things. Yeah. Is it? Do you fight yourself at times to be like, oh, all, all the time. I, if I was a manager, I would not be doing it like this, but I have to trust you because. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. As, his, as his manager yeah. looks at me, <laughs> like, you better shut hey, up. Hey. <laughs> but that that was the early stages, you know. And again, it was only because being you know dicked around by like other managers and right. just like having them push me to the side you know so yeah. for i will say for my manager right now you know shout out to prince i appreciate you bro you're doing amazing shout out we appreciate yeah. you. yeah <laughs> i gotta clean it um, up after he looked at me yeah. <laughs> but yeah man once we got past that you know it made it harder for him just because i had to apply a different pressure this time but you know me. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a person that's hard to work with. I'm understanding. I'm lenient. You know. After a while, I start to realize. You know, if somebody got patience, what she did, which is amazing. You know, I, it's working out now. You know, I start to understand because it's a part of the business that I don't know completely. You know, because yeah. I'm still only observing technically when I'm helping out G. You know, I'm not really hands on with all paperwork and all conversations. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. having that person come in and do what I don't know is right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. But it's working out now. It's it's tight. I'm taking my hands out slower and slower. <laughs> I know, can tell. I yeah, can tell. The, you're C's, str- the CCs are coming out slower and slower. You're struggling with it, though. You're like, oh, yeah, I gotta, I'm letting go, though. Let yeah. It go. It's hard, like, but at the same time, it feels good because yeah. I can focus more on my creativity and my creative and have less stress on what we doing next or what's happening or damn I gotta hit this guy hit that guy hit this person I need these graphics I need to do that you know so yeah. it helps a whole lot so it weighs it, it makes me think like you know what man everything's going good just let them handle it let's just let's handle this versus oh like gosh, bro yeah. we gotta run his line up we got let's just hit everybody let's just see if he's you know really doing what he's doing because that's what it was like in the first you know not even like that but let me hit everybody too like so what's up what's going on he had already told me so. You know, and I was like, after a while, okay, yeah. let's just let's just flow through one stream. Let's make it happen. I feel home on yeah. that. I just recently got management and um, like a PR team, and I'm always like, so what are we doing next? Yeah. What's going on? Like, do I have to do something? They're like, because you're no, in, we're impatient. You know, we well, 
I, I'm impatient, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I can yeah. tell after both of y'all impatient. After all, <laughs> I can tell. After all I can I've tell. done, I'm just like, yo, like. But if you, you get to that in, point. We gotta get this popping. Like I'm telling you, I'm working hard. So if yeah, you, come in, you, you get to that point where me. you had those conversations. Like me yeah. and Aaron, we often like we wake up and and live and breathe this show. Like yeah. literally wake up, yo. So what you think? What do you think about this idea? You what, got what, to. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I understand where you're coming from because you're so passionate about it, and you and you know that it could be great, and you know you want yeah. uh, other people to take to it because mm-hmm. they'll enjoy it. But getting other people to you know understand and, and, and attach <laughs> yeah. yourself to that passion. But I don't even think. I don't, okay, I don't even. It's, y'all, it's like your baby too, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. That's to about the, yeah. Like, like imagine giving your baby to like you know the what daycare lady or whatever the first time. You're That's what like, it's kind of like. It's like I gotta like let this person just have my baby, and I'm yeah, not facts. you know the first days you might sit there and just. I'm gonna have to observe your daycare and skills. Let me mm-hmm. I'm a, your first day in. Let me see how you yeah. handle my baby. You know, second day in. Okay, maybe I leave like 30 minutes early. Yeah. You know, maybe by the fifth day. All right, I'm gonna just hand her off. I trust you. I know you now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also a combination of the fact that like when you're starting out in anything, not even being artists, but even when we started out our podcast, we had to do a lot of things ourselves. Yeah. So when you're doing things yourselves and you and you find like that nice rhythm and like you're like, okay, I like it this way. You have to learn to slowly be like, all right, I can't be doing everything. I have to give some things off. Got to learn to relinquish well, a little bit. And at the same time, you got to know what you're good at and what yeah. other people are better at for you to make stuff better, you know? Yeah. And, but at the same time, building a team is hard, you know? I'm mm-hmm. sure y'all had to come together as a team to, like, you know, get this show together and trusting somebody to be like, yo, we going to, this is about to be a business. Like, I'm going to put this much into it. You got two, too, you know? So... Ironically uh, enough, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I will like, let you touch on. I'm gonna let you touch on. Uh, uh, we laugh because like the first time, the first time we met, we actually met at a mini MBA program at Rutgers University. Okay. And it was funny because we were in the same group for uh, the project that we had to do. And me, like I'm an observer. Like I, I come off as maybe standoffish, but for me, like I'm observing and like reading you and like, all right, is this someone that I should like be cool with or not? And it was funny because when he started talking to me, I was just like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I was just like very low-key back because I was... She I thought I was a, trying to holler at him, Mark. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you never know. Listen, you never know. I, I didn't know you. I was just trying to say what's up. Hey, you know what I mean? I'm a nice guy, you know, man. That's the problem. That's the problem. No, no, no. It's not about being nice guy. I'm like that with like every guy. <laughs> she really is, though. Every No, but not, if, even, not even guys. People. No, I was going to say people. Yeah. She's really like that. And that's what I got to understand about her. Like, I was like, damn, it really wasn't about me, huh? No, it's not, because it's like, I work I work in the media industry. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of relationships with people who are mm-hmm. higher up. So my thing is, like, if you're coming at me, like, are you coming because you want something? Are you yeah. genuinely trying to get to know me? Because there have been times where I'm people are like, way. oh, I researched you before. Like, oh, so yeah. what? Like, But sometimes it's a compliment, because, you know, like, they don't want to sound dumb when they meet you. Yeah, but then sometimes cool. it's like... Well, it's yeah, weird I had too. To think about it that way sometimes too. I guess it's. I mean, it's a little bit different for women because I well, get a little. I'm like. I don't want to say it's oh. different for women. It's just the industry. You never know. Yeah, because there are people know. like, oh, I heard you dated this person this date, and <laughs> and do you wow. have a do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, yeah. what? See, I have like a mini. See, I have like mini stalkers. That's why I'm like. That's when she gets weird. Yeah, that's. that's but that's why a, I'm saying business question. But that's why I have to be like a little like standoffish and hear you and be like, oh, okay, no, they're cool. Because yeah. I've had some, Understand. I've told him, I've had some, there's this one guy, every single event I go to, like, he's there asking mad personal questions <laughs> to people I can't let come with me. I'm just I like, bro, you gotta chill. 
You got to chill. But they ain't going to see nothing about my personal life. That shit's on lockdown. Clink, clink. Word. All right. So, to Medea. <laughs> so before we go, uh, talk to us about the new record. Talk to us about the album. What can we expect? I mean, I already know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Y'all for listening. Uh, yeah, what, no what can fans expect? You've definitely made a fan out of me, I, I will yeah. say. Um, only because I think you don't have the normal sound, to Aaron's point. Your music is different. And you really sold me just because I seem, you seem to be a little bit more open with the new project. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy about that. Um, and that was because I was working with new people, too. Like, that project mm -hmm. was almost completely a new producer. It was yeah. only, like, maybe three tracks, two or three tracks that mm -hmm. was with uh, my original producers and homies. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made it cooler because he had other suggestions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I didn't sing a lot before this, you know? Yeah. So having somebody there to, like, help me vocally and coach me and be like, you know what, use this part of your diaphragm. Like, all right, well, we, you know, do these um, vocal warm-ups, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And that helped. Yeah, and that, that really made a big-ass difference, you know? Gotcha. And I'm open. Like, I'm open. I just want to make good music, so I'm open to it. I'm always going to write my own shit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not opposed to, if I rock with the beat and it sounds good, then yeah. And fuck it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so go ahead and introduce your record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, go to um, MartyGrindsMusic.com. Check out Psych. It got my homies from home, P-Lo on it, G-Eazy, my homie Kuya on the beat. Um... The other two singles on it, check out Trouble. That's produced by Grasser. That's one of my older okay. homies. Yeah. Um, Cellular, also produced by uh, Breakfast in Vegas. They produce the majority of the joints. Mm -hmm. um, Cold Pizza's out. Go get that. Cold Pizza's always it. good. Go get you it. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that's, that's why I named it. Shout out Joy Pizzeria, my spot. Um, what's coming next? More shows, 100%. I got to come back to New York. I got to yeah. do some shows out here. We got to do a part two. Oh, 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for having me. I yeah, had we, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate real, you. Yeah. Um, that's it. Go to MartyGrindsMusic.com. Educate yourself. If you don't know me, please educate yourself. Educate yourself, please. motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got what you need, guaranteed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Marty Grimes. Bless. <laughs>